Hi guys, welcome or welcome back to this week's episode. This is Let's Talk About That and I am your host, Angie. I am back for another episode. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. You know, I'm recording on a different device than what I usually record on. And I noticed that there's huge echo on this device. And I don't know if it's because I'm not holding the device microphone up to my mouth because that's what I do on my phone and maybe that diminishes the echo but then again there's so many better ways to record and I'm just not going to do that if you want a professionally recorded podcast this is not I, I what are you doing here are you lost I think you're lost anyways today was a busy day I woke up then I had to go to the tailor because my pants don't fit then I came back because the tailor was not open. Because the guy who owns the tailor shop was buying supplies. Then I was here and I FaceTimed one of my best friends for like two hours. And you know, we talked about everything and anything. It was so fun. She's the only one who's been on this, epi- on this podcast beside me. Then I went to get my pants tailored. And the guy did it so fast. He did it maybe like 15 minutes and they were done. So I can finally wear my new pants. Then I went to school and I got there an hour early because we're hosting tours for the new students. And I got there an hour early. So I was just chilling, talking to other teachers. And honestly, do I regret it a little bit? But then again, no regrets, you know? Will I do it again on purpose? No, it was not fun enough to prompt me to do it again forcefully. Then we, I was actually not, I didn't, I wasn't the one to dive head on first to tour, giving people tours, you know, I was there to sign people up. I wrote their names. I asked them what grade their children were in or their child. And I would make small talk and jokes. All kids there were younger than me, which is crazy to think, because if I was like in 10th grade, then there's a possibility of there being an older kid than me or a kid my age, but every single kid was younger than me because I already graduated. My graduation is on June 11th. It, there's, it's gonna be an event in the soccer field of my school. And that's usually in how gradu- that's not how graduations are in my school. Like I know that is very common in the US. Um, I think especially for college, actually I'm not really sure, but this is the first time that my school does it in the soccer field. We also don't wear high heels with our um, toga because we don't wear our togas with dresses. We wear our togas with our school uniform. And I've seen other people wear their school uniform with high heels and their toga. But I think we've just never played for it, you know? I think it would look better, like aesthetically pleasing and from an aesthetic lens. But I mean, I can settle for flats even though i can't remember the last time i wore flats i truly just can't i generally can't and i don't think flats are the most flattering on my feet i have particularly bigger feet and you know what they say about pickle pickle pickles yes you know what they say about pickles with big feet big shoes anyways i've also been watching rom-coms like romantic romantic why can't i speak today anyways i've spoken a lot today I've been watching a bunch of romantic comedies like right before bed. And honestly, I love love. Love 
is beautiful. Like, it, the fact, the idea that somebody's gonna love me just as much as I love them and they're gonna be obsessed with me. And yes, maybe what I want is not like a lover. Maybe I want like a follower. But I don't know. I'm an exhibitionist. What can I say? I I think, okay, my love language is words of affirmation. And I think it's because I really like being able to help and communicate my talents and skills with other people. I, I really like the, the acts of service that I can give to other people with what I can do and what I know and all the things I've learned, which is why the biggest insult you can give me is telling me that I'm stupid or that I'm ignorant. I think that would like actually hurt me. Lately, I, I'm using this different sunscreen and I don't know what it is about it, but it's my skin is not having the best day, you know? I, and I, I keep poking it for some reason because it's just getting worse. Because I don't use my tea tree oil as often now because concentrated essential oils are not the best for your face, if you didn't know that. And my skin's just acting up. And I don't want to wear makeup because the less makeup you wear, the better. Like, I thought that it it did, it truly didn't matter like if I wore makeup every other day or if I just didn't wear makeup but it does have an effect I think not particularly on my skin and I usually don't get a lot of pimples because my skin is more on the drier side you know something else I'd want to just pop that just popped into my head is the fact that many times when kids have dual citizenships or dual nationalities dual ethnicities they can feel confused in life you know, they, they feel like they need to belong a certain place and that they don't belong there, you know? They're like, oh, I'm either this or this. I can't be both. And I'm not enough of this to be this and I'm not enough of this to be that. But I, I've i never really felt that to, to a big extent, you know? I think that my Asian and Latin side are pretty well mixed. Maybe it's just that I've never been in a truly, like immersive Asian situation but I truly have never felt like an outsider because of my racial background which is I, I, I don't I truly don't think I've ever had like an identity crisis I am very foreign to the idea of like not being in touch with yourself but actually the other day I was hanging out with this friend and for a second I was like it's so weird how like us hanging out feels like a dream, you know, it doesn't feel real. It it almost feels like I'm too happy for this to be happening. And she said, are you disassociating? And I immediately felt not personally attacked, but I think that disassociating to an extent comes with a negative connotation, which is most, it's the case for most of mental health issues. Because disassociating constantly is not healthy. And I notice that sometimes I do disassociate. Especially when I'm in huge crowds. It's that it's kind of tied with my social anxiety. I do I get kind of like nervous and worried and then suddenly I'm out of it, you know? I'm speaking to people and I and I can't remember what we talked about. Or I'm in my head and I'm not paying attention to any single thing. Like I have a very broad focus and I'm just hearing the crowd. So maybe it's that it's kind of like getting lost in the crowd. 
or, or, or having like an outer body experience. I don't know. I thought I'd just tell you guys. Maybe you've never thought about the act of disassociating. And now you kind of identify with it. And you can recognize times in which you have disassociated before. And you can come to terms with it and notice that it's not negative. It's just something that happens. Anyways, another thing that I've been thinking about lately is how my country is beautiful, you know? It has beautiful mountains, it has beautiful landscapes, it has beautiful people. But what makes our system not function sometimes is because there is a level of corruption. And I'm not dealing with like legal matters, like I'm not your attorney here, I'm just saying there is a very slight and in the grand scheme of things, a necessary level of corruption, which is very strange. Because when you think corruption, you think of like, oh, they're dealing underground money. But corruption can come in all shapes and sizes. And it's those who are most privileged who benefit from this corruption. And it happens all over the world and even the best countries in which the more money you have or depending on what skin tone you have, you get certain benefits. Maybe it's a shorter wait time for some important documents. Maybe you get to skip the line. Maybe you know somebody inside and they help you out. And I just think about how it's so fun and breezy and enjoyable to be on the good side. Like, it's so nice to think that, oh, yes, I can get this earlier because I know this person. Or I can get this cheaper because I know this person. And even though... In the long term, that's how you make business. That's how you create empires. That's how you create dynasties. That's how you create giant business corporations. Because it's just so hard to do things lawfully sometimes, you know? And I then it's to, a sen- it, to an extent, it lets me empathize with people who break the law because you see other people getting these benefits that maybe you can't afford. Or maybe you don't understand how other people get them. And then you imagine it's because of money. And it's because of relationships that you never got to have. And of course you're going to be like, then it's justified for me to rob someone. Or it's just justified for me to, I don't know, fake a check. If I see other people doing unlawful things and not getting punished for it. I don't know. It's, It's just food for thought how corruption just... It truly comes in all shapes and sizes. Now, I have... I'm not going to call it a diary. Or maybe I don't know the definition of a diary. But, point being, I would write in this journal. Is it really a journal? What is even the definition of journal? You know, it's just this blank book, notebook that I write in. And I think it's... I think I want to read some excerpts because the first one was written in February of this year. And I feel like the mental state that I am right now in comparison to February of this year is just so different. So I, the first, the second day I think I wrote this, I wrote, Dear TNG from the future, I hope that everything is going well. Which I love that phrase. It's such a classic, you know, any email you write to anyone Just throw in a good old, I hope everything is going well. I'm happy. I hope it stays this way. 
I'm the main character now. Was I the main character back then? I am. I am. I truly believe I've always been the main character. Even though many times I haven't felt like the main character. And lately in my life, if you made a movie of the past few months in my life, I, I probably wouldn't be the main character. It'd, it'd probably be more like a self-help book kind of situation, you know? It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a teenage drama murder movie. Yes. Oh, the other day, one of my favorite YouTubers, her name is Remy Ashton. She's starting a cooking, cooking show on her YouTube video. And she also started a webpage with all her cooking recipes. And then one of my other favorite YouTubers, the Try Guys, they have a cookbook. And then Remy pointed out that she would love to have a cookbook, but it just takes a lot of funding. And it's funding that she probably, that like I imagine it's hard to get. And I just, it just makes me think how much money the Try Guys must be making. Because I know that Ned is like a good investor. The other day, my mom had to deal with some bank stuff. And she was like, do you realize this is what you're going to do for a living? And I was like, yeah. I don't know. Surreal but nice. If you haven't watched the movie Not Not Notting Hill, that's where that's come from. I Later on, I started to start all my journal entries with Dear Diary. I, I wrote one on February 25th, and it started with Dear Journal. And I, I, I write the dear blank on the left side and the date on the right side. And I even tried to make the numbers look kind of old, I guess, or diary-esque. I wrote this entry, I believe, it was sometimes between March 2nd and March 8th. I said, dear diary, I think that when I was young, I was... I always thought that some things would run out. And so you always needed to save them. But now I see that there's actually more time to do many things in life. Life is short, but we have time. I feel like there was a point in which I didn't even realize it. Like, cliches are cliches for a reason, you know? You open Pinterest and you see all these quotes and you're like, oh, that's so cheesy. But they're cheesy and they're true. And I remember seeing this quote that was like, why do I feel like time is running out? when I'm young. And I truly think that life is kind of what you make of it. And Emma Chamberlain said, like, recently, she was like, gossip, in her episode about gossip, if you want to, guys want to check that out, I would love to talk about gossip too. She was like, if you ever feel like you need to talk about gossip in order to keep your conversation alive, that just means you don't have enough things going on for you. Preach, like, let it simmer, like, is there even anything better to say than that? And I think that I also wanted to talk about how society, I feel like in an extent, is not in favor of hobbies. You know, you apply for college, you apply for summer camp, you need to introduce yourself. And they're like, talk about your hobbies. And you're like, well, I don't think I have any hobbies. And, you know, the people who bake say that baking is a hobby or people who draw say that drawing is a hobby. But I think... I have, okay, let's say I have a ukulele, right? I have an amplifier. I have a violin. I have a basketball. I have paint, acrylic paint. I have blank canvases. I have picture paper. And I don't use them every day. I don't use them every week. Maybe I use them once every two months. Once a month if they're lucky. And it lead me to feeling kind of regret. It led me to, to feeling... This sort of, like, 
regret because I bought them, regret because I wasted my time thinking that they would turn into something else. And I feel like the only benefit they brought me at the moment that I bought them was this feeling of satisfaction and joy from doing something so different, I guess. Something so mundane. Not even mundane, but something because, just because, you know. And then when I stopped doing it, I I felt stupid. I was like, why did you pick this up if, if you were going to let it go? Like, are you a quitter? Like, why, why are they letting this go? You shouldn't let things go, you know. It's all or nothing. It's go big, go home. You're either the number one violinist in the world or you either write a song in your ukulele or you suck. You're stupid for trying things and not succeeding. And these were just terribly negative thoughts. And and I even saw a TikTok about this. It was like so many people pick up things just to leave them six months later and there's nothing wrong with that. Not everybody who paints is the next Picasso, you know? And you can paint once every six months for all I care. But if you're happy painting for those five, ten minutes before you give up or before... It's not even called giving up. And sometimes quitting or giving up is necessary, you know? Letting go is fine. Ending things or giving things a pause, giving things a breather does not mean you're a failure. And to an extent, this goes to the old me, the me who thought that because I was not the best, then why even try, you know? And my motivation for everything was, you need to get good at this. You need to be really, really good at this. You need to show everybody that you're really good at this. But if you if you really think that you're going into something, and don't get me wrong, I think you can go into many things thinking that you can be the best. You can enter a diet you can try to be healthy and you can have a goal in mind you can have huge goals in mind you know you can start an acting career thinking you're going to be the next superstar but i think there needs to be kind of like a like a little part of our brain little part of our hearts i guess it's even childish idea this it's kind of your childish side coming out and being like well actually you're studying statistics because you think that math is fun and you're a nerd and that is okay. You know, I was telling my friend, like, now when people mock me or when people, I don't know, make fun of something I say, I'm like, I laugh along with them. I don't even care how bad it is. Because I used to get so offended. And I see the people I see the happiest, like the baddest bees out there are not a certain body type, they're not a certain shape, they're not a certain skin color, they're not a certain hair type, they're not a certain skin type, they don't have a certain IQ. The people who I find the hottest are just people who think they're hot. And it's so strange, it's so strange. Because you hear these things on TikTok and you see them on Pinterest and you see them on Instagram, you see them on Snapchat, you see them all over social media. And you hear older people say it, you know? Oh, you become hot when you think you're hot. But it's it's those nice people who always have a smile, who talk to you, who laugh about your dumb jokes, who are always up to talk to anybody or 
you could be an introvert too. I don't mind. But I feel like those who deceive others because they don't believe that there's enough, there's enough success to go around are just so ugly. Maybe that was too deep. Anyways. I am working on a 40-minute episode. I want to record myself talking for 40 minutes. But I truly want to have at least a, a big idea that I want to cover. Because if I don't, then having a 40-minute episode is just stupid. You know? So, I don't know. Should I, like... Because I was, like, I literally Googled, like, top podcast topics to talk about. And they were like, Food! Which I could definitely talk about food, but just... Wait, should I talk about food for 40 minutes? Because I feel like I could. And it's usually when I'm when I start going, like when I start recording, that I get all these recording juices flowing, you know? Recording is kind of like exercising or kind of like doing your hobbies. It's like one of those things you dread until they happen. So maybe I should just go ahead and record and see what comes out of it like I do every single time I used to plan them more before I just think that it's hard to find an episode and I don't part of me hates like when I have awkward pauses or when I don't completely communicate my ideas clearly or when I finish sentences midway and my thoughts don't come through and I think that doesn't even matter like Who's listening to a podcast and, I don't know, and, like, planning to be a med student from what I say, you know? Like, nothing I say is truly going to get us to the moon again. Like, I'm here, when, usually when I listen to podcasts is when I'm most relaxed, you know? When I'm playing Heyday, when I'm, I don't know, painting, playing my ukulele, doing a DIY project, writing in my diary, texting some friend... So that is the energy I want people to get from this. So that is the energy I intend to put out. For which having a 40-minute episode in which I kind of just kind of just rant and share my day, share my week, my year, my goals, where I think this is headed. I don't know, brings us closer together. Because I feel like even if people don't know me, like people who are not my closest friends or people who are not don't hang out with me every day or we don't text often. I feel like by listening to this you get a better perspective on who I am. Maybe you hate me even more from listening to this because even haters come back. Buenas noches, 